The Paul Kuharski Podcast is a production of Vocal and is brought to you by Pickers Vodka, Tennessee's first craft vodka. It's music to your mouth. What's going on, people? How we doing? Yeah, it's pretty mellow in here right now. Greetings from... Uh, the Doghouse Saloon on DeMombrian and DeMombrian Hill in lovely Nashville, Tennessee. I'm Paul Kuherski of paulkuherski.com. And uh, this broadcast is sponsored by Pickers, handmade Nashville crafted vodka music to your mouth. Um, be sure to pick up a bottle as a gift. Yes, that cord is in there. It's always something. I think it's out of the way now. Got some nice lighting tonight. Christmas tree right behind me in the spirit. Injury update. Uh, injury update. Hey, come say hello, hello to the people. They always want to say Teresa, right? <laughs> Does this tree get you in the spirit? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, what's your favorite Beautiful. ornament there? That little uh, red bird? Probably the cardinal. It's like yeah. a cardinal. Absolutely. Is that the, like, a cardinal lucky? Stand. Are you? Did you put that up there? No, I didn't. This tree is a white tree. It looks like it just got pulled out of storage. And how many ornaments do we think are in there? Uh, Eight? Like ten. Ten. <laughs> so you should bring in like your leftovers. I know, right? Yeah, up? I just put my tree up last night. Did yeah. you? Yep. We haven't done one yet. I would like a Pickers Mule, please. Got it, of course. Thank you very much. Cardinals fan, yeah, that's rough. Uh, you cannot have a bird. I'm sorry. Injury update. Uh, I went to pull it. Derek Morgan was out today. He's got a knee injury. Uh, there you go. Morgan, knee, did not practice. Logan Ryan, concussion, did not practice. Donnie Walker, ankle, did not practice. Rashard Matthews, limited. Spoke confidently about reemerging this week. Um, I don't know, might have been reading into Malarkey a little bit. Seemed like he was optimistic about Ryan. Uh, ben Jones is not on the injury report with the elbow. Uh, did not like my line of questioning about the low shotgun snaps. And if, uh, if you're a member, you'll see him on video dismissing me. Yeah, Walker will play. It's not a big surprise. Um, Morgan... I saw the play. It was the last play of the game, and he wound up on the field uh, with his knees. I don't know anything yet. You're not going to hear anything about the New Year's Eve game getting flexed until the Sunday night before. Thank you very much. I'm going to order food later. Um, they're not going to flex that game until they know what's at stake, and they want to flex a Sunday night game in that uh, will amount to a playoff game with somebody in or somebody out, ideally for them. Or at least uh, that will be, uh, you know, somebody wins a division and somebody's a wild card. But also that can't be impacted by games earlier in the day that would make it irrelevant. Uh, because that would be a real ratings killer. They'll announce it during Sunday Night Football um, Week 16. Um, so if you didn't see, I just reported that the Titans um, parted ways with uh, longtime scout Phil Nary. 
Um, he was a, uh, a good dude to me. Uh, sad to see him go. Old guard, old guy, uh, 40th year in the NFL, 13th with the Titans. Uh, his job now is to cross-check uh, over the top every prospect west of the Mississippi. Um, it's unusual timing. I think I, I'm told his contract was up in the spring. Um, so what it tells you is that they don't really value his opinion. They're together. Scouts are in town right now for a meeting, um, the first of their college meetings. And... Um, Apparently, they don't want his input at that meeting. Um, it's kind of tough news right before the holidays. I imagine he's paid through the duration of his contract, though. Um, very uncommon for a scout to be let go um, before the college scouting season is over and that ends with the draft. Scouts' contracts usually run um, through the draft. So, best of luck to Phil. It's unclear who is um, replacing him in that regard or if somebody will replace him in that over-the-top scouting regard west of the Mississippi in this draft. And I think it's uh, a move towards uh, getting younger, obviously, but younger isn't always better. You have to try the pickers. I am drinking a Moscow Mule with pickers right here. It is my drink of choice and delicious. Um... Yeah, so I covered shotgun snaps today. I'll be writing later in the week about um, covering Larry Fitzgerald and one of the one of the questions that goes with that. Yeah, it seems all the people knocking the eight and four record are not uh, people who um, go by uh, you are what your record is. Nobody's filling in for Jones. Jones is is not out. But his backup is Brian Schwenke. Why is Eric Weems still on the team? He plays on every special teams uh, outside of, uh, I don't know if he's on field goal, field goal block, or extra point, extra point block. But he's on punt return and punt. He's on kick return and kickoff. And they like him there more than you or I do. But uh, again, we're not going to do this thing where we say, hey, you should cut so-and-so because he's not good without providing a better alternative. And I don't know who the better alternative to Eric Weems in those roles is right now. Um, so I think that's a, a fair question to ask. I don't think he's delivered on what they said he would. Stocker to see significant playing time, too early to say. Now, I won't be surprised if he's active and he plays this week, but uh, you know, it's more of a Friday question. Is Sims a long-term prospect? I mean, Sims isn't a prospect. Sims is a, is a player. He played six games last year. He's played every game this year. Um, it's certainly going to be here. I'm sorry, you were referring to Daquan Jones. Um, well, I mean, it's got to be, uh, you know, in the, in the base defense, it's got to be uh, either Carl Klug or David King. Uh, and I, I would think it'll be Carl Kluge. And then uh, I would think in... Um, no, I'm sorry. You would see Antonio Johnson. I'm sorry. Not Antonio Johnson. You would see Austin Johnson and uh, Sylvester Williams and Jarrell Casey start in all likelihood 
then in nickel, where they only have two down linemen, it would be Casey and probably Johnson, uh, but Klug and King would be the other ones. Long-term outlook. I mean, I think they hope that that's a kind of game that spurs Sims uh, to have some new confidence and to play better, and that he's a part of the long-term picture here. You can't say long. I mean, he's going to be here throughout his rookie contract, which is another two years. I think Adori on offense is a game-by-game decision, game-plan-by-game-plan uh, game game choice. So I don't know when you see him or how you see him, and that's how they want it, to be unpredictable. Daquan Jones's roster spot has been filled by Luke Stecker, the, Stocker, the uh, tight end. Titans now need to win two of these three games to guarantee, at worst, that their season finale is win and win the division. Um, they could well get into the playoffs without winning the division, but they're in a pretty good spot right now. Win two of the three games at Arizona, at San Francisco, home against the Rams, and you're assured of the worst thing you could be doing on, in Week 17 is playing for the AFC South title. No excuse these next two. I mean, Arizona's not that bad. And um, I think, uh, you know, they play some defense. They beat the Jaguars lately. And um, San Francisco's getting better with Garoppolo. So they're not gimmies. Jaguars have Seattle at home this week, Houston at home uh, in week 16. Um, and I'm not sure. Week 15, Houston. So Seattle, Houston. I'm not sure who their other one is. I can find it. Pretty interesting that it's it's a two-team race so that uh, we follow the Jaguars so thoroughly. Uh, let's see what the Jags have. I should know it off the top of my head. I was just looking at it earlier today, but the memory is bad. Seattle, Houston, at San Francisco, at Tennessee. So... San Francisco gets Titans and Jaguars back-to-back. Uh, Jaguars already beat the Chargers. Here's my Hall of Fame jacket. You could use Stalker uh, in any way, shape, or form. Either on the line or uh, each back can block from anywhere. Yeah, Davis should be better. He's just not... Uh, not picked up on on a lot. I'm not sure how many Titans have won a playoff game. I mean, certainly uh, I'll go look at that in a second. There's this week's game book, a great picture of uh, Sean Sims and the interception. Uh, Logan Ryan's won some playoff games. He has two Super Bowl rings, so we know that. Sylvester Williams won a Super Bowl. Uh, I'll show you this handy chart an easy way to look at uh, what Titans got here, what year, and how. And this is a standard piece of uh, any NFL press release, how the Titans were built. So uh, guys from the outside, Delaney Walker played in the Super Bowl, Wesley Woodyard played in the Super Bowl, um, Matt Castle's been on teams that went to the Super Bowl, I believe. Uh, You were asking playoffs. Uh, 
DeMarco Murray, I believe, has been in the playoffs. Uh, Darren Bates and Brendan Trawick have been in the playoffs last year. Eric Weems was in the playoffs last year. Eric Decker's been in the playoffs. Eric Walden's been in the playoffs. Uh, I think that about covers it. It's not an uh, inconsequential list. It is delicious. Well done by you. No. No? Gotta be responsible. Um, yeah, looking around just a few times. What's in the cup? Pickers, vodka, ginger beer, and lime. It's the most delicious drink that you could have. Moscow Mule. Highly recommended. Somebody is visiting Nashville in early March. You should come here to Doghouse Saloon, drink some mules, work your way downtown, which is that away. And um, I would eat downtown at the Southern. It's my favorite restaurant in town. Great spot. Very Nashville. Definitely hit that. I think staying on the West Coast can't hurt them for the San Francisco game. I would think that Stocker would take some of Kelly's tackle-eligible snaps at some point, if not immediately. Um, you know, I don't know if he's playing this weekend or not, but it, it yeah, you got to have a and, and he's going to take some Jolston Fowler snaps. I would think. Um, Jolston Fowler is um, been inactive the last two weeks. Um, he's just not a, a real threat to touch the ball. No, super fast nor has he made up with me. No, I was in for the entire Doug Matthews hour. I don't know how you tell us that we're pitching softballs to a regular guest of ours. We have a conversation with him. Did he endorse a candidate for the job? I don't really understand your complaint with our uh, mid-day 180s hour with Doug Matthews. Feel free to clarify. Yeah, Ben Jones really had a lot to say, didn't he? Listen, I'll say this, and not everybody saw the Ben Jones interview, and I'm not going to tell everybody what was on there because uh, you should be a member and go see it for yourself. Um, Look, Matthews is uh, clearly longtime friends with Phil Fulmer, but most people who know how Phil Fulmer operates had concluded before Doug Matthews said anything that um, the overwhelming line from national reporters that Fulmer was undermining Curry as Curry was trying to hire a coach for UT was coming from Curry, who was about to be suspended, which makes perfect sense. And, and so if it's easy to kind of, I mean, that's part of our job, analyzing things and breaking things down is to kind of sort out, well, who does that information serve and where might it be coming from and why? And I think it's very easy to say uh, that John Curry was telling people that Phil Fulmer undermined him. Uh, I don't think he needed Phil Fulmer to undermine him to completely botch uh, the one guy that he had signed up to come to the University of Tennessee, uh, that guy being Greg Schiano. He didn't need any help botching that. He botched it all on his, all on his own. Yeah, so Feldman reported something and Matthews defended his buddy. I don't understand what the complications are. And, and I, I don't think it's just Matthews defending his buddy. I mean, I think 
most University of Tennessee people are going to take Phil Fulmer over John Curry. Adore is not necessarily filling in for Logan, and you're talking as if we watch practice and we don't. How is it tacky that he doesn't like Lane Kiffin and he says so? That's called candor. Also, find me the people connected to the University of Tennessee program uh, who have a stake in the University of Tennessee program who loved Lane Kiffin. Go, begin, begin that list. Oh, it's how he said it. Give me a break. Um, well, I think, um, you know, they played next man up, and Sims played the number two snaps on, uh, on what would have been Hopkins last week. And then when, when the guy covering Hopkins goes down, they go to the next guy in line. Clearly it was the right choice because he played well. Um, you slide Jackson, you're sliding him to a position he hasn't practiced in all week, and then you're inserting Sims into a position that he probably hasn't practiced at all week, and I don't know why you'd complain about it given the results. Look, you can like Lane Kiffin all you want, but it doesn't make him a, a good guy or a success at the University of Tennessee where he didn't do a bad job, but he abandoned them you know, in no time and put them in a very awkward situation. Adori, I don't know if he slid in for Logan Ryan today. Uh, if you're asking that about practice today, I don't watch practice. Practice isn't open to the media. You guys should know that, especially if you're a member. Oh, on midday. It wasn't today. It was yesterday. Um, he was good. He's good. We know uh, Adori's good personality in the locker So you got to be more clear there, Wolfgang. I wish I could see better. Yeah, I'm not so sure about the screens to Decker and why that happens. Yeah, first round, uh, first round receivers as rookies aren't uh, aren't often the greatest. It's more of an exception than a rule. Um, Arizona has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen guys on the practice report today including Larry Fitzgerald, who's given a day off, and Adrian Peterson, who did not practice with his neck injury. Patrick Peterson with the hamstring was limited. That's a significant guy also. Yeah, uh, MDI Construction, my travel sponsor, sends me to Arizona and sends me to San Francisco. And my Uncle Nick and my Aunt Sally, who now goes by Maya, will... Uh, will be having me uh, as a house guest uh, for a couple days next week, about an hour outside of Phoenix. So I look forward to visiting with them, and that uh, worked out conveniently for me. Yeah, I, I don't want to have this Kivik conversation anymore. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're all hot and bothered about. If you want to go find somebody who's going to tell you that Doug Matthews uh, you know, has some unfair thing against Lane Kivik, it's not going to be me. So go find it. I don't understand what you mean by a Homer show. He's a regular guest of ours. He's a friend of ours. And he's allowed to not like Lane Kiffin. What am I supposed to grill him on? He's not presenting news. He's presenting opinion. Listen, they, they have a corner active every week in uh, Ty Smith, who doesn't play on defense. He's already the active. 
They don't need to get another corner. And they have an active, they have a, a corner who's inactive every week in Kalen Reed. They have cornerbacks on the roster. Yeah, I would not expect to see Dodd at defensive end. It's a different position, and it's not the position that he plays on this team. He's a linebacker. These people are pissing me off. What? Why? They, they just get annoying. Teresa's kind of bored tonight because she wants to hang out. Teresa? I'm Shelby. Give me that. Yeah, it's like I'm Shelby. Teresa's over there. I need to see the team standing next to each other. I have botched it so many weeks in a row. It's unbelievable. She did it to me last week. No, we're both wearing hats, so maybe that's it. You guys, come stand next to each other. Come over here. We're going to have a contest. Well, you're not wearing the same clothes, so now I'll be able to identify. All right, I'm going to make an ass out of myself by misidentifying. Teresa. I know earlier right, so you called me Shelby last, yesterday. last week. All right, this is Teresa, and I should know that she's got a nose ring. And this is Shelby. Now, how the hell can I tell the difference between them? Can you tell they both smell good. <laughs> so I'm not, about me. Good so I'm not gonna pick them up by scent. Right? She's in a zip up and the nose ring yeah. that's give away. And she's in the hoodie. Yeah. I gotta do better. I gotta do better. Right. Season's almost over and I still can't get you guys straight. It's embarrassing. Oh, so bad. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have the fillet, the beef sliders without onion, but it might be a little like put it in like five minutes. Thanks. And a glass of water, please. Yeah. That was disastrous. Uh, all right, so resetting on that uh, doghouse saloon on Demombrian. It's a great place. Catch a couple beers, have a mule with Pickers. I'm sponsored by Pickers Vodka, an ode to national music to your mouth. It's what you should be drinking. It's what you should be giving as a holiday gift. Uh, I encourage you. Don't you think people should get Pickers as a gift, like to take to Absolutely, a party? Absolutely, yeah. Take a bottle of Pickers to whatever party you're going to. That's Shelby. <laughs> Favorite flavor of Pickers. I'm a big fan of straight-up Pickers in the uh, in the mule. She is, too. Yes, I'm going west for the games. I, uh, I will, I'm going to every game this year, thanks to MBI Construction. I'll be in Arizona going on Saturday. Then I'll stay in Arizona during the week, uh, be with the Titans as they practice, and... Um, then go to San Francisco. So, 10 days out west. Not that exciting for my family. Gonna miss them. I will do, um, I will do uh, certainly member uh, Periscopes and Facebook Lives. Uh, I'm trying to work into getting a guest, and um, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, Delaney Walker talked a lot about being, um, what, undervalued, disrespected, not uh, not accounted. I'm staying in the uh, Phoenix area, yeah. Um, listen, you don't know that they're heavy. at the, I mean, they're not heavy on the 46 yet at tight end, and the reason that they picked up Stocker is because they think he's good. And if you have an opportunity to pick up a good player and you have a roster spot, you pick him up. There's not a good cornerback out there to go get. There's not a good whatever else to go get. They saw a tight end that they thought was worthy of one of their 53 spots, and they had a spot. And quite frankly, I'd rather, I've said this forever, I'd rather have a tight end there doing the fullback role. Not that Jalston Fowler plays at all, but for those eight snaps, you could just put, put the guy in the fullback spot. I don't think you could say it's an admission that they miss Fasano until we see how they use him. But clearly, 
the Fasano missing is part of what's been going on. They have four tight ends on the roster right now. Yes, so there's no reason to think they're not going to have them. Stocker is probably a better blocker than Janu, certainly. Austin Johnson's certain to get more snaps. Not positive about Williams. It depends how much they're in base, frankly. Yeah, uh, Richard made it sound today like he expects to play, and I, I don't have doubts about Delaney. Anybody who's under contract for next year is going to be around in training camp. Unless he's got some big bonus due and they don't like him anymore. But, like, they could decide to move away from a fullback next year entirely, sure. But odds are that Jolston Fowler, who's drafted in 2015, 16-17, he's under, under their control for another year, would be a surprise if there's a fullback on the team if, if Jolston Fowler isn't given a chance to win that spot in 2018. And cutting him before the end of training camp does nothing for them. It saves them no money. It doesn't do anything. What else we got, folks? A lot of guys repeating stuff that's already been asked, either to annoy me or because they've just come in. If you've just come in, um, feel free to watch from the beginning. I thought Cyprian was very good on Sunday as well. Me crossing streets and tapping on cars? I don't know about tapping on cars, pointing at cars, yelling at cops. Yeah, I don't like people with sashes and badges. Uh, they're not cops usually, they're crossing guards. And I don't feel like a crossing guard has a, a moral authority or civil authority to tell me where to go. If, if I'm crossing, even illegally, if you can't arrest me, then get the hell out of my way. If, if I'm going to get hit by a car, that's on me. Uh, you're not protecting me from getting hit by a car. I'm protecting me from getting hit by a car. I think trying dot on the D-line is far-fetched. Why would you play dot on the defensive line ahead of a defensive line? Why would you want Dot on the defensive line ahead of Carl Clue? What's up, man? Hit that 180 uh, tailgate on Sunday. Sweet. Good. Um, good. Yeah, I'm good. Great. Thanks. Drew Jones, ladies and gentlemen. Why, why would you want a guy who's not played a snap on the defensive line, who stinks at his position, to play ahead of Carl Clue, who's a defensive lineman that's pretty good in spurts, or ahead of David King, who practices at the position every day? I, I don't understand that. I don't know why you'd make a first-round pick on the defensive line. They need an outside linebacker. Outside linebacker. Pass rush. You don't need a run plugger on the... You don't need a run plugger with the first-round pick. Yeah, Dodds, uh, you know, in all... Uh, at this stage, he's a miss. But I would expect he's here through camp uh, and has one last chance to, uh, to show him. I'd like you if we had dinner and some drinks. I'm never going to find out, Lonnie. Yeah, you can't start asking me about college, you guys, especially if you say that linebacker from UGA. I'm not going to know what you're talking about. You would think that the Titans in the city would have a conversation about the future uh, by their uh, – uh, uh, they have a lease through 2028. So 2022, 2023 – You've got to start sorting out what's next. I'm a big proponent of them uh, 
doing something with the existing stadium in the fashion uh, that Miami did. How early would I take a guard if I expect him to start? Maybe third round, hopefully fourth round. I'm big on the Benji Olsen, Zach Pillar stuff. Uh, you should find functional guards. Uh, you should find functional guards third, fourth round tops. Uh, I appreciate your fandom, Lonnie, and I'm sure Dawn does as well. Don't know what the uniform changes are, just know that there are new uniforms next year. I would expect them to uh, unveil them um, before the start or at the start of the new league year because uh, if and when they hire, if and when they sign a free agent that's big enough to um, hold up a jersey at a press conference, it's got to be the new jersey. Best deep threat on the team. Uh, Taylor, Taylor, you're welcome to do whatever, man. How are you? There you go. Um, Taylor, Taylor's a good deep threat when when they get to him. Delaney Walker's a good deep threat, and um, you know, Corey Davis needs to be a better deep threat. Am I the oldest person in this bar? That dude was older than me. The helmets might be altered. I do not expect to see a move away from the flaming thumbtack as the uh, as the primary logo. I wouldn't count on that. Well, again, if you say the new jerseys are at the draft, they're going to hold up old jerseys uh, with a with a free agent. That wouldn't make any sense. Don't overthink things. The easiest answer is usually the right answer. Occam's razor. Look it up. Occam's razor. You all need to abide by Occam's razor. And I'm going to do a lot of Occam's razoring uh, as this team approaches the draft. It's the biggest surprise I've seen from the Titans. I um, that the offensive line's not consistently good has been a big surprise to me. Um, that Mariota has been consistently average at best has been a big surprise to me. Favorite Christmas song is uh, Oh Holy Night. Love it. Love it! Three Tenors version is fantastic. Tracy Chapman's version is fantastic. There's a version, the saxophone version with no singing um, that was on a show called Studio... 50 on the Sunset Strip, I think. That version I love. I could look at my phone right now and tell you how many versions of Oh Holy Night I have. I think that's a fun game, actually. Not as many coming up as I thought. I have to look at my Christmas list. also have a couple uh, churchy versions. Why does the Titans rely on defense so much? If you don't know that it's why do the Titans rely on defense so much, we can't talk. Subject verb, verb agreement is big to me. River by Joni Mitchell also is a fantastic song. Yes, uh, thank you, Jordan Pace, for reminding me that. It's a very emotional song. I, I get I, it makes me want to cry. It's both uplifting and sad at the same time, and that's a hard thing to do. Rocky 1 or Rocky 4? Is Rocky 4... Rocky 3 is... 
Drago. Rocky Four is which? Rocky Four is Drago. I mean, Rocky One's the classic, but Drago was pretty awesome. Delaney does not always have the greatest grammar. And it is what it is. I love the guy. He's uh, uh, great to talk to. He's an incredible, uh, incredible, incredible talent. Has a current Titans assistant coach appeared on Midday 180? Yes. We've had uh, Dick LeBeau annually the last couple of years during training camp. Uh, we might have sat down with Terry Rubisky this year. I don't remember. Position coaches, not so much. Uh, we, we only have so many chips to play during training camp, which is the time to get them. Uh, so coverage maps, I think, usually come out Wednesday. I've talked to Russ Grimm plenty, and he's uh, he's been a big help to me on some uh, Hall of Fame conversations. It'll be interesting to see how the uh, offensive line de debate and candidates uh, shake out this year. And I've got a, a ballot cutting the 27 to 15 due in nine days. Better get to work on that. Yeah, I don't know what you mean by open up the passing game. Uh, this idea that the Titans don't throw deep is inaccurate. Marcus Mariota throws for 7.4 yards per pass attempt, which is a good number. Uh, Titans don't get much yards after the catch. Will Craig will tell you that. He's a member of the starting 22 who runs some numbers. Uh, Titans get most of their yards in the air because there's not that much yak. Um, and I think... Um, you know, if you're talking about putting the game purely on Marcus's shoulders, they're just not built philosophically to do that. They need to run. They need to run. And they want to run. Yeah. I mean, Fox Chattanooga at least took a poll, and the poll seemed to be going favorite. Uh, well, Josh Etheridge is asking me my comparison of this Titans team to the 99 team. I'm the person that created the comparison. I mean... There's a lot of romanticizing about the 1999 team, which um, is not um, it's not inaccurate. I mean, Marcus Mariota right now has better passer rating than Steve McNair had in 1999. The Titans won a lot of ugly games in 1999. Average margin of victory was like eight points then, and it's like eight points now. And in the first eight wins in 1999, it was like 5.5 points. They suffered two blowout losses. They got blown out by the Ravens. They got shut out by the Dolphins, 17-0. And McNair threw three picks in that game. So it's not a unreasonable comparison. The, the biggest difference is that that team had a hugely dynamic pass rusher in Javon Curse, and this team does not. Uh, so I'm not saying this team's a Super Bowl team the way that team was. But um, it's, it's similar. And now people are going to tell me uh, Mariota is no McNair. No, he's not McNair yet. But he's every bit right now as good as Steve McNair was in 1999. It's, it's not, I mean, don't pretend like Steve McNair was some stud quarterback in 1999. He had a 78 point something passer rating. He played 11 games. I think he had 12 touchdowns and eight interceptions. If you want to pretend like, uh, like he was some high flying guy throwing downfield, they had shit receivers on that team. Uh, they were Frank Wycheck reliant, much the way this team is, is Delaney Walker reliant. Yeah, they had bigger personalities, certainly. Uh, somebody asked me what I miss most about ESPN. 
uh, certainly uh, that stat department is fantastic, though I'm finding ways to, uh, to find some of the same kind of statistics. Uh, certainly missed the paycheck, though I'm getting there. And um, my colleagues, though I'm friends with all those guys and, and girls, women still. Uh, but the people who cover the other teams, uh, you know, I don't talk to as much as I did previously. And uh, I love a lot of those folks really dearly. And I hope ESPN uh, remains in good shape in terms of covering the league and that all those people uh, continue to have it. What I don't miss the most is the direct report editor I had, who probably was the reason I wasn't renewed, who was a... Uh, Oh, uh, just not very good at dealing with a strong personality who pitched dumb shit to me that I didn't want to do and then didn't know how to deal with resistance who didn't have the courage to call me for six weeks after uh, after they told me that I wasn't being uh, renewed no he wasn't a micromanager but he should have left me to do my shit and when he tells me to match Jason Wolf's dumbass story on Marcus Mariota's uh, sports coats he should know that I, I'm not but that's a bad idea. I'm going to tell you no. I'm not doing it. Your boy. We'll call him JR. Yeah, Clay Travis isn't running for the Senate. Not legitimately. Bredesen got in the Senate race. You think Clay Travis is going to beat Bredesen in the Senate race? Or Marsha Blackburn? Give me a break. That Wolf story said that... Um, the Titans delayed Marcus Mariota's introductory press conference for several days while he waited on getting a suit jacket. It's absolute bullshit. Completely incorrect. First round draft pick has a press conference the day after he's drafted in the city that drafted him. All the time. Marcus Mariota spoke the day after he was drafted in Nashville, just like every single Titans first round pick for their entire time in Tennessee. I mean, it's just, I, I don't understand where that comes from or how he has any credibility when he writes something like that. And, you know, I don't think he does. I don't know why you keep saying the same things over and over, whoever this is, but I, I want to kick your ass out. I'm going to get some food here. Yeah, I, Cameron Wolf's a good dude. I like him. Their box? I, I mean, what's the benefit of a bot coming in here? Like, what is a bot? What is the person that sends the bot in here? What does he get out of being in here? Annoying me? But why would somebody program a bot to come annoy people in a, in a Periscope chat about the Tennessee Titans? I mean, I understand how they sway political opinion and stuff like that, but I don't understand what their purpose is in here. the uh, homeland of my father's side of the family look not good. Um, all right, well, some of you in here I don't recognize. There's a good number, and you need to become members as uh, paulkowarski.com. Uh, you're going to get private sessions like this. Oftentimes we'll take this public session, we'll close it down early, and we'll go private. We didn't do that tonight. Get access to everything that I write. Um... Uh, and I'm doing an increasing number of video reports. So sometimes instead of writing, I package a, a report like I did today where uh, I'll talk to you about why the Titans are 
are uh, struggling with shotgun snaps, and then I'll share a video of Marcus talking about it, Ben Jones talking about it, and then I'll wrap it up. It looks like an ESPN-produced piece, quite frankly, uh, though I wasn't dressed well enough for it today. Uh, monsoon, I'm looking forward to having you. hope everything goes smoothly. Um, lots of swearing. You like that, Jordan? The more swearing in here. I don't know about the best writer in the business, but uh, I'm up there. I'm going to tell you things about this team that you don't know or that other people don't see. And I'm going to uh, be honest. I'm not afraid to ask a tough question. And uh, what kind of camera do I use for website videos? Right there. It's a skill. It's a skill. The most honest writer that you've read. I'll take that, Monson. PaulKuharska.com. Okay for your ears, non-PC for your sports. That's not a great. That's not a great slogan, but I appreciate the effort. Bottled water for Titans fans is what we go with. Please come to all. Uh, God, I have trouble keeping my bars straight. Please come to Doghouse Saloon. It's on the Mondo. Uh, it's on a good strip of bars and restaurants here. You'll have a good time. They serve uh, very nice Moscow mules, good cold beer. they got a great TV set upstairs. It's the biggest TV I've seen in a bar in Nashville. It's a great place to catch a game. Um, I highly recommend it. Uh, Titans on Sunday afternoon will be on up there. You should catch them, catch the Predators, catch big bowl games. Uh, they also cater to Cleveland Brown and Alabama people when the occasion comes. Look at that delicious food that I'm getting from Shelby. See? getting better these women must hate me i'm good thank you um pickers vodka is a sponsor of paulkarski.com and all these live broadcasts uh, it's delicious stuff i drink it in moscow mules all the time and uh, i highly recommend it you need to uh buy yourself a bottle fill up your bar buy a bottle as a gift for the holidays take it to a holiday party wherever you are uh, also if you're looking for christmas presents midday 180 store is open you can find uh, our logo on hoodies and t-shirts and golf shirts and the like. Uh, Midday180.com, you'll find our store there. And PaulKarski.com, that marvelous megaphone logo. This one right here. On t-shirts, on hoodies, on pullovers, on golf shirts. It's a great Christmas gift for the PK fan in your life. And it's even better... Christmas gift for the PK hater in your life who doesn't have good enough taste. Next membership scope tomorrow night, halftime of Thursday night football. Look forward to seeing members there. Uh, and appreciate all your support. Uh, thanks to everybody for coming to this conversation. Please consider a membership and we'll see you next time. Uh, thanks. Have a good night. I'm going to eat this food, which is also very good. Good night. Paul Kuharski Podcast is a joint production of paulkuharski.com and Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W.com. dot